it going, bro? Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Not, Not Another, Another Marvel, Marvel Podcast. Podcast. I am Chandler. And I am Alec. We are your Marvel nerds guiding you through the newest Marvel news and things and stuff. And goodies. And goodies. <laughs> <laughs> and gifts for Christmas time. Exactly. And obviously, as you know, Hawkeye is out. Yes. We have, we're three episodes in. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be a Marvel fan. It really is. Um, and it fits perfectly into this Christmas season. It really does. It's like die hard for Marvel fans. It really and is. We're just eating it up. We love we're it. We're dying hard for it. <laughs> <laughs> we're dying hard for this show so far. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. We've been unable to record as much as we want to because of scheduling always because one of us works at a coffee shop and the other works at a restaurant. So we have split shifts. But here we are. Here we are. To talk about Hawkeye episode one and episode two. Yeah, they really did us dirty because like I know episodes one and two came out together. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, we're going to just do obviously this episode. We're covering episodes one through two. Mm-hmm. But we're like, OK, well, that's a lot of content. And then <laughs> me and Chandler were just on completely opposite schedules. And then it was like episode three came out. We're like, dude, we got to record. <laughs> we got to catch up. <laughs> They're really doing this weekly, aren't they? OK. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So here we are. Um, I'm super excited to talk about Hawkeye because there's some there's some mixed feelings about it out there, which actually really caught me off guard. Yeah, it's like a really good show. I think it's great. Yeah, and obviously we'll get more into like why we love this show so far. But before we do before that, we even do that. Why aren't you watching it? You know, <laughs> I've seen some people out there being like, "I'm not gonna watch Hawkeye." Not watching Hawkeye? Come on, it's great. The, the MCU's already done this guy so dirty. I know, so <laughs> the dirty. The least you could do is watch his show. Come on. You'll the love it. least you can do. But yeah, it, like it has some of the l- lowest ratings, is it? Or yeah, like, it had like the lowest premiere for all the Disney Plus shows, which is surprising because Falcon and the Winter Soldier exists. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a weird show for I don't know to have like low ratings or like not a lot of people trying to watch it. I, I guess know. I guess Hawkeye really just isn't a fan favorite out there. It's really sad. Yeah. I, I but I, I kind of understand it in a way. I didn't love Hawkeye mm-hmm. that that much. Now like with the show, I'm like, oh, he's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's so so yeah, here we are. Your parents to call you out. Go watch it, even if you <laughs> think it's not going to be that good. Go like, to your room. Go and yeah. watch Hawkeye. And watch Hawkeye. <laughs> One through three episodes. One through, one three. through three, right now. And you'll be hooked. Yeah, I guarantee it. You guys are punks, you know. I know. But before you do that, you got to go over to our Instagram. Wow. And check out all of the stuff. You're fired. I I know. I'm insane. I'm insane. <laughs> You're fired for how good you are. <laughs> the segue, guys. Come on. <laughs> our Instagram is absolutely popping right now. I mean, we have so much Spider Man news going on. We have Marvel leaks and casting updates. Yeah. Kevin Feige's saying things. So many great things. It's all exclusive to our Instagram, not another Marvel dot podcast, where you can interact with us as well. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of really fun things going on. We have a trailer reaction to the Spider Man on there. To the Spider Man. <laughs> to the Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. I just can't wait. We have lots, lots of good lots content. And, lots of stuff. and it's also like in between those times of not being able to release episodes because of our schedule, mm-hmm. we're posting stuff to our social media and yeah. it's a good time. And also I want to shout out real quick our listeners in India. Whoa. Come on. Come on, man. There's like a lot of listeners in India. Really? Gets, yeah. Like when I look at the stats, it's like 
it shows all of our listeners, you know, in Europe and kind of like around the world. And it's like India is the top. And mm-hmm. then it's like, I think New Zealand, Australia, and then the UK. Whoa. So shout out to you guys as well. India. But Thanks thank for you for listening. Guys. And I feel like there's a lot of people who still listen to this podcast who aren't following us on social media. And we want to interact with you guys. So like Chandler said, find us on Instagram at notanothermarvel.podcast. Absolutely. And give us a little follow. Give us a little follow. We need it for our reputation. We need it for our sanity. Yeah, for our we egos. need it to f- our ego. Mm-hmm. Um, not the Marvel character ego, but for our like, <laughs> pride. Um, anyways. So yeah, go follow us. Love you guys. Thank you for listening so far and being patient with us, even though you know, here we are recording the first episodes one through two. I know. Literally. Anyway, I also love seeing Spotify raps of our faces on your raps and how much you listen to us. Yes. Yeah, so crazy. Great. 13 countries so no, far. 13 countries. 13 countries. 10 episodes, 13 countries. Honestly, Let's go. That's more countries than I can name. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Oh. Anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's a little inside joke for me and Chandler. Sorry, you yeah, guys can't know what it is. <laughs> um, so, with all that said, we are excited to get into Hawkeye. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Chandler is going to be breaking down episodes one through two for us. Episodes one and two. Let me give you the recap. Um, so, we open on episode one with Clint Barton in New York City with his family. That's where we live. Yep. Um, it's Christmas time in New York. I guess the year is twenty twenty four, right? I think so. Technically, um, in the MCU right now. And Rogers, the musical, just came out. So he brought his family, minus his wife. His wife is back home on the farm uh, to go see Rogers, the musical. And he turns his hearing aid off because it's kind of not good. Wah, wah. And then he walks out of the theater. His kids are like, yeah, that wasn't very good. Whatever, whatever. And then so they go out to dinner. Actually, before that even happens, though, we get young Kate. Young oh, Kate, 2012, almost forgot. Yeah. A, a very strong intro, much stronger than what I just said. A strong intro with young Kate in New York in 2012, living in a penthouse. Um, kind of see a bit of her family life. You mm-hmm. see, like her husband, what her husband, her dad, and her mom aren't getting along super well. She's having trouble because of it. Her mom is like to her dad, "What you think a problem? You think a solution to your problem is just gonna fall out of the sky?" Foreshadowing mm-hmm. for the battle of 2012. And then so things start falling out of the sky. Aliens and the big battle of 2012 that we saw in the Avengers happens yeah. from Kate's perspective. And right away I knew. I was like, 2012, New York City. Exactly. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, so we see Kate, young Kate, go through her house. A hole gets blown up. She sees Stark Tower. But it's different from the one in the Avengers, actually, which is like a continuity error, I guess, or mm. something else going on. Um, and she sees that famous scene from a different perspective of Hawkeye yeah. jumping off the building and shooting a grappling arrow and then swinging into the building. Which was golden. So sick. And it was funny because when that happened, me and you were like, dude, yeah, that's tight. So sick. The way it was framed, like he was shooting the arrow and she's like right behind him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was so cool. And New Rockstar is pointing out something cool how in the Avengers movie, this was kind of like things were going downhill for the Avengers at this point. Mm. Like he jumps through the window and then he's like hurt and then it cuts to like Tony and he's hurt and it's kind of like, whoa, things are going bad. But from Kate's perspective, this is like, everything is awesome. Everything's okay because Hawkeye's here, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really love that. And I think that theme kind of follows throughout the show. But yeah, so we go back to 12 years later in the MCU. Hawkeye, Clint is in New York with his family. They're getting dinner. Kate is old. She's at college. She is an archer in college, and she is 
dared, I guess, are trying to hit a bell in her college with her bow and arrow, and she does, and then she breaks the bell. So now she has to go back home to the city, to New York, with her family, who she does not like, her mom and her mom's boo. So that's a whole issue that we're going to get into as well. They have this big party with the, for them. Um, it's like this big, fancy, bougie party where Kate's family, because they're all super rich. They're like the elite of New York. Mm-hmm. They have this big, bougie party. Kate finds that there's an underground auction going on. Basically like a, was it black market? That's right. Yeah, like black a market auction. black mar- market auction. Yeah. yeah. And so they're auctioning off Ronan's sword and then Ronan's costume. And while they're auctioning off Ronan's costume, a hole gets blown through the wall. The tracksuit mafia come running in. Kate puts on the costume mm-hmm. and then beats up the tracksuit mafia, runs away, gets caught on camera in the Ronin costume. Mm-hmm. Clint sees it. Chaos. Yeah. Because Clint has done really bad things in the Ronin costume. And then you also ask yourself, like, what other villains are yeah. attached to this costume? Yeah. Totally. And that's why he's so, like, so oh, worried. No. Yeah. yeah. So Kate gets cornered by the tracksuit mafia. Rude. Thank you, police. So rude of New York City. I know, how dare they? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kate gets cornered by the tracksuit mafia and is in a car. She's about to like probably get dragged out and beat up until Hawkeye comes and saves her. And I love the part he goes and he like pins her against the wall and he pulls down her mask and goes, "Come on!" Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> so good. The whole time, Clint is just like an old grumpy dad. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love it. Um, and then episode two, it picks up right from there. So basically, they go back to Kate's apartment. And she has this real dingy. It's literally just the upstairs of a pizza shop. Mm-hmm. Like even the chairs and tables are the upstairs of a pizza shop. But she has all of her bow and arrow stuff and her target that she shoots at. Just showing that like she is an archer and it's something that she really cares about. And then after that, Clint has to go get the suit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I did no, it's I think it's right when they No, then they have to the tracksuit mafia, so they go they back to their apartment. There. The tracksuit yeah. mafia comes. And then that's where you get that cool scene of the they threw the Molotov cocktail and Clint breaks the window, the window and, and catches throws it, it and throws it right back. Yeah, so good. And then Kate shoots an arrow at the other one that the guy was holding. Mm. So that was sick too. Um and then they escape without the costume to Kate's aunt's place, uh like penthouse apartment. So Clint is like tending to her wounds there. He's like, I gotta go back to get the costume. Mm-hmm. So he does this super secret ninja. Because they left it in the fire. Yeah, they left it in the fire. Super secret ninja thing. He gets in, he has to put on a fireman's costume. And he's looking for the Ronin costume and he can't see it. So he leaves. And while he's leaving, he sees a LARP sticker mm-hmm. on the fireman's NYC costume. NYC LARPers. NYC LARPers. He goes on basically TikTok and mm. finds somebody that has a costume that is a LARPer. LARP stands for live action role play. I feel like everybody that listens to this is a nerd. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he goes, he joins the LARPers. He pretty comically like goes through this field. Yeah. Killing a bunch of motion. He's like, <laughs> we can do this easy way or I'm going to real life punch you in the face. Yeah. And yeah. Real life fall down. <laughs> That's really funny. It's so good. Um, but the guy is like, just let me kill you. And then you can have your suit back. And Clint agrees. And yeah, and they have this little duel. Clint gets fake killed. And he gets the costume back. The Ronin Um, costume. The Ronin costume. So he goes and locks it up. He calls his wife. And he's like, I'm going to do the old um, 
catch and release. You know what I mean? Which is a callback. And she says, oh, when Nat's one moves. And we saw Nat doing that move mm. in 2012, the Avengers. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, tracksuit mafia. Let's see who else is pissed off about this. So he gets caught by the tracksuit mafia on purpose. Um, he wants their boss. And then Kate hears that he got caught by the tracksuit mafia, doesn't realize it's on purpose. Mm. And she tracks him down. She tries to go help him, but she just shatters through the window right in front of them. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly who they wanted. So now they're both stuck by the tracksuit mafia and they go get their boss, Echo. Yeah. And then it ends. That episode ends there with Echo. And that's episode one and episode two for you. Yeah. Good job, Channing. Thank you. Let's thank go. you. Let's go. As you were talking, I was like, oh, this is so much content. <laughs> it's so good. So much content. Oof. Oof. So, guys, the way we're going to break. So, guys. So, guys. <laughs> the way we're going to break down this episode. If you're familiar with this podcast, we like to kind of break it down into three categories. We did it with Loki. We did it with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And the other shows. What if? Um, what yeah. if a little bit? But is uh, so this time a variation of the questions we're going to be answering mm-hmm. is number one. What was your bullseye moment Ba-ding! from the episode? Ba-ding! That's a bullseye. Bullseye, song. yeah. You know, archer, archer words. You archer know, words, yeah. I gotta give props to Chandler to coming up with these ones. Let's go, let's go. Um, so es- essentially, that means like what were our favorite and slash yeah. the best moments of the episode? What moments hit the bullseye? For, for you, for yeah. Yeah, for us, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And the second question is, what missed the mark? Ooh. So not quite, not, not quite, quite there. there. And then the third, the third one is, what was your Nick theory Nick of the theory. episode, which we kind of carry throughout the constant through all of our podcasts. not in the Marvel podcast. Yeah, it's universe. like a, yeah. it's a signature for us. It's a stamp. <laughs> um, so starting with. Before we get into those, actually, how do you feel generally about episodes one and two? Generally, I liked episodes one and two. I was like nervous about what a Hawkeye show would really be like, mm-hmm. how they would do it. I think we kind of all were, right? Yeah, I think we really all were. And we yeah. were like, oh, Hawkeye's getting his own show? Like, mm-hmm. Okay, sure, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I love it so Yeah, far. part of me was like excited because I was like, I don't think Hawkeye could have his own film. So I was yeah. like, it makes sense for him to have a Disney Plus show. But I think kind of like I've, I've heard a lot of people kind of online and stuff like that be like, I don't like Haley Steinfeld that much as an actress who's going to be playing Kate Bishop. Um, Kate Bishop and like Clint Barton, a.k.a. Jeremy Renner is like, OK. Um, I've always loved Hawkeye. I just kind of feel like he hasn't had the greatest on-screen time. Yeah. Like the, I, me and you were talking about this the other day is like Hawkeye was cool in Endgame, yeah. and he had like his cool moments in other movies. Obviously, like he has some classic like moves and stuff like that, and obviously the first Avengers stuff like that. But overall, like Hawkeye has been a pretty like meh character. You yeah. know, he's like a very grounded character, and he just has never really like fit in with the rest of the Avengers. He's always been kind of like the Kevin Jonas of the band. He really is. You know, yeah. like <laughs> everyone kind of just jokes about him, and yeah. So there was a lot of like I feel like a lot of hesitance coming into the yeah. show. It was like a very famous SNL sketch. You remember where he's yeah, like, all yeah. the Avengers are talking about all the aliens he killed, or they killed, and he's like, I killed 11. And they're like, you killed 11? He's like, yeah, I had 11 arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, even SNL are just joking about Hawkeye. But, yeah, so I, even, like, personally, I I just haven't seen a lot of movies or shows with Haley Steinfeld that I liked. Mm-hmm. And so when I found out she was casted as, like, Kate Bishop, I was like, I know she's been a long time, like, fan cast. And did you hear that Kevin Feige said she didn't even have to audition? Like, the role was just hers. Wow. So, like, Haley Seinfeld has been 
in talks to play Kate Bishop forever. Yeah. I didn't really care about that. I don't really care about her as an actress. I didn't like Bumblebee. Um, so, <laughs> I don't think anybody liked Bumblebee. Yeah. So when I heard about Haley Steinfeld like kind of being like the one of the main people of the show, because obviously Kate Bishop's a big character, I was just like, ugh. Like, yeah. I don't know. So going into it, I was like, had very low expectations. I loved mm-hmm. the trailer for Hawkeye when yeah, it came out like a few months sick. ago. Yeah. We were like, okay, that was cool. So then when we actually, I think that's why we're so shocked that nobody likes it though, is because when me and Chandler sat down to watch the first two episodes, we were kind of like, had low expectations. And after the first episode, we were like, or even like halfway into the first episode, we were like, this is like really good. This is sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is cool. Uh-huh. So all that to say, a reminder, go watch the show, you just, little punks. Just go watch the show, you little punks. So Channy, mm-hmm. what was your bullseye? What hit the target. The target. You know, Ba-ding. Ba-ding. what were the best moments for you? <laughs> um, or best moment. What yeah. hit the target for you? Okay. Um, let me I guess. Go, I guess let we me, get two, right? We get two chances for this because there's two episodes, so we could be like, oh, episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a couple of bullseye moments, I think, from episode one and two. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of them, so right off the bat, is the intro between 2012 and 2024 mm. you know like her like growing up and it was like a cool way it showed the credits but it also showed like her getting her bow for the first time her doing martial mm. arts i thought it was a really really creative way to get all of that exposition in there for us mm. so that we understand kate well enough to when she's old and doing her crazy stuff like oh she's really talented and she's really like deserved mm. to get to where she's gotten to yeah i really thought that was awesome and I mean, the animation for it was sick. Too. Yeah, the animation's super cool. Mm-hmm. I think what's cool about that too is like we talked about this earlier, but the Hawkeye show takes like huge. Insp- it's pretty much like a mostly inspired by the Hawkeye series by Matt Fraction, mm-hmm. um, which kind of sees Hawkeye operating outside of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop plays a big role in that comic book series, and it's the same font and like artwork for the mm-hmm. show. Like literally, if you look up the Hawkeye comic book. Yeah. Um, line by Matt Fraction, you'll see it's the it, like literal same literally font, same, font. same like, colors and shapes and stuff like that. And then even a lot of the same scenes. So like if you read those comics, you'll see like some of the same exact situations yeah. that take place in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I love about like kind of the direction the show is going in. Yeah, as me well. too. I think it's great. I think that's what's so cool about the Disney Plus shows in general is they can be so nerdy. Yeah. They can be so extra nerdy mm-hmm. and it works for everybody. Yeah, totally. And it's cool to see that, like, because I think Marvel's always either gone really far from the comics, but kind of stay true to it to a degree. Yeah. And then sometimes they get, like, really accurate with, like, mm-hmm. a specific comic book or something like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, WandaVision got a pretty, like, comic-accurate suit at the end of WandaVision. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we're getting a lot of, like, things we've seen in the comics in these Disney Plus shows. Definitely. What was a bullseye moment for you? I think from episode one, mm-hmm. my bullseye moment oof, was, honestly, I know this is probably like the most cliche of answers because this is probably everyone, but just seeing Hawkeye um, in the context of Kate Bishop's perspective from mm. 2012, because it was yeah, just, it yeah. was, of course, it's re- always really cool when Marvel will do like kind of a callback or like mm-hmm. they'll show you a scene you've already seen years ago, but from like a different perspective. Yeah, I love and that. And so stuff. the fact that it was like the exact same situation, yeah. but we were seeing Hawkeye from like a person's view, I thought was so cool because I was like, mm-hmm. that's one of the best Hawkeye moments in Avengers. Yeah. He doesn't have many of those. <laughs> and 
to, just to see like kind of over the head look of you know over the shoulder of Kate looking at Hawkeye mm. jumping off of this building, and then even like I know there's some continuity errors with the with the Stark Tower, but even the other things I feel like is pretty consistent with continuity. Like when Hawkeye shoots that arrow that kind of um, melts the yeah. the Chitari yeah. ship. Um, it's like that same moment from Hawkeye mm-hmm. when he, he does that. And so I, it's just like those moments of continuity for me were so like sick. super cool. And then I think it really set up Kate Bishop in a good way. And I think that's why it's like kind of hit the mark for me or like that's what hit the bullseye for me um, mm-hmm. is that I was nervous about how they were going to show Kate's kind of like fangirling of Hawkeye. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, we obviously on our Instagram like made a little video about like making fun of that. Like what, you know, what kid is like, I want to be Hawkeye when I grow (laughs) up. So I think the fact that like she has a literal like emotional kind of connection to this guy who literally saved her life. Right. um, And she saw him do all this like cool stuff. I think it makes it a lot more believable. Yeah. You know, like anyone as a kid who's saved from someone and sees like do this really insane thing would be like, heck yeah, what the heck? So I think that set up the show in a really good way and also set up kind of like, hey, Hawkeye can have fans too. Yeah. You know, and and it also shows you that like she's not crazy for being obsessed with Hawkeye. Yeah. It gives her like a grounding. You know what I mean? Like it makes perfect sense that she would love Hawkeye the most Mm because he saved her life and then also did really cool things in the building. Yeah. And and he was the only one she saw do anything. Exactly. So to her, he was the the one standing out. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of my bullseye moment just because it was like not only was it a callback to like nostalgia, like, Mm. oh, dude, 2012 Avengers, but then it was also like, Seeing a scene we've already seen, a scene we've already seen, kind of from a different perspective, I thought was like really sick. Yeah, uh, I love whenever Marvel does that. Definitely. You know, so how about you? Very sick. I also really loved um, when she is down in the auction and she get puts on the suit and she's fighting all the tracksuit mafia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. It felt very like, like the first time we see her fight. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It felt up very appropriately amateur you know what i mean mm, like she doesn't I agree you know like the only fighting she's really done is like professional and for like tournament reasons you know what i mean so now she's like actually trying to fight and it felt like that yeah and i really like that and yeah i agree i think it was just choreographed really well yeah it's cool because you could tell she has skill i think they're trying to show that like she is good at what she does right but she also is like new to this, and exactly. I think they're doing that really well so far. Right. Um, it's a nice like progression. I'm glad that she's not just like immediately the best person ever. And yeah. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Which is cool. Can we talk about see. Jack, her like soon to be stepdad or whatever? Yeah. This bastard. I don't like this guy, <laughs> dude. His dumb little mustache. I, I just want to shave it off. Dumb little, oh little man. The bar, man. Yeah. Then him being at the yeah. auction and just like having this weird tension with the Armand guy yeah. and. Um, I just can't stand this Jack guy so far. He's like so condescending so and like condescending. Ugh. That's a really big point too. I forgot to mention that Armand is found dead oh, by yeah. Kate Bishop in his house. There's so much happening in this show that that feels like a big subplot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but maybe that'll come back. And so Kate is pretty sure that it's her stepdad Jack, but she doesn't trust she at doesn't all. Trust. Yeah. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, and speaking of our boy Jack, mm. that little bastard. Um, <laughs> did you know, I actually just found this out like recently, yeah. as in today, uh-huh. um, that he in the comics is a person who, his, he goes by the alter ego swordsman, and he's the guy who taught Hawkeye everything that he knows Whoa. in the comics. Um, 
and the first time he's ever been in a comic was in like 1965 for like an Avengers issue. Oh my god! Um, and he was a villain um, who later becomes an Avenger. So he's both been like good and good bad, bad over the years of his history in comic books. It'll be interesting to see where um, they go. And he married Mantis. Mantis, like from Guardians of the Galaxy. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't blame him. You're on it. You know, she's pretty cool, actually. She's pretty sick. Um. So yeah, that's a pretty interesting. Like, I obviously they're not going in that direction with his storyline, but yeah, I, don't think that, I think that's why we see all these swords throughout episode one. Like, yeah. obviously. That's not the main reason, but it's like his comic book history. Mm-hmm. He's called the Swordsman. Yeah, he even steals Ronan's sword. Yeah, he has Ronan's sword. He's very much like they're trying to let you know, like this guy likes his swords. Right. Um, that that that's big. That loser. <laughs> we also got the dog. Did we talk about the dog at all yet? Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's, he's in the around. comic. Yeah. He's a, he's in the comic book as well. Yeah. You know, he's a little cute little guy. He's a little pizza eater. A little pizza eater. A little we pizza dog. Guy. What was uh? What was another bullseye moment? Oh. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get to miss the mark. All right, all right. I have a bunch of those. <laughs> um, Bullseye in episode one. Episode one. You know, I think that was kind of it. There was a lot of like character development. Yeah. And exposition mm. and setting things up for two and three. Yeah. I would say my bullseye moment from episode one before we move on to episode two is I... Just Hawkeye in general. <laughs> and I know that's very vague and yeah. whatever, but like... I know what you mean. He just had a good, like, even like you said earlier, like kind of the old man who's grumpy like dad. grumpy dad, just yeah. kind of like, what? Um, he's just portrayed in a really good way, and I think his chemistry with Kate, with Kate is just really well on screen, mm-hmm. and he kind of has this like... You can tell he cares, but mm-hmm. he's also like annoyed, and he's yeah. also like, "I've been in this game for like a long time, yeah. you know." Like, this is just stupid that I still have to do this. Yeah. yeah, and then also the fact that like Ronan, you know, I like that they're getting into the backstory of that because like Ronan, all we saw of him was that in Infinity War, we just knew that Ronan was on the loose, mm-hmm. tracking down and brutally like murdering crime yeah. lords and stuff like that. So it's cool to see that like, oh, there's actually a lot more of a reputation to Ronan and nobody actually knows who Ronan was and that Ronan has a lot a lot of enemies yeah, um, so it's cool that they're, they're it's cool that they're actually like keeping up with that and I think I guess this is a Nick Theory maybe I'll save this for yeah, save it for Nick yeah I'll save it for Nick Theory alright sounds good but um yeah I know Ronan is sick there's even like the fact that the news was like knew about Ronan and was like Ronan maybe on the loose I was like dang that's so crazy mm-hmm. Like, people of New York knew about Ronan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, that is sick. Should we do Miss the Mark for uh, yeah, episode, episode one? Yeah, episode one, Miss the Marks. Um, I think a pretty glaring one, and I've seen a lot of people talk about it online, is the way that they text on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not huge, yeah. but it's pretty funny to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The things that they are typing on their phone are just nonsense. I, I actually like, didn't even notice. I didn't notice the first time. I noticed the second time I watched it. That's funny. And then like I've seen it all over like TikTok and videos. Just people of, making of, fun. Like, yeah, people <laughs> That's like, hilarious. trying to text like Haley Steinfeld and it's like just gibberish. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, hilarious. I know. It's really funny. It, it's interesting of why they couldn't figure that out. <laughs> yeah. And also why the director was just like, I don't know, tap around on your phone a little bit. We'll add it in post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turned out to that. That's hilarious. I know it was really funny. What about you, Mr. Marks? For you, I I think there's some moments. I think obviously we haven't talked about episode three yet. That episode's come out soon. Mm -hmm. But I, as much as I love Kate, 
and I really like her character a lot. I I hope that the entire show is not, and I guess this isn't just a single moment. This is more mm. of just like an overall opinion. Mm. But I hope that she kind of calms down on her like talking so much. <laughs> and yeah. that means, like, I feel like it's it's a part of her character, but also I feel like she's always like, I don't know, what should we do? Blah blah yeah. blah blah. And it's like, it's kind of getting to the point where it's becoming a lot. Right. And as much as I love her character, I hope it's just like not her gimmick or whatever the entire the show. Um, and I get she's a kid and, and like it makes sense mm-hmm. in the context and all that stuff. But I kind of hope that they pull back a little bit on her. Like, I don't even know what I'd say about it specifically. Kind of like her, her re, like remarks or yeah. like comments on stuff that Hawkeye's saying. I feel like it just, it becomes overused a little yeah, bit. It does. Um, and then there's also some like cheesy moments that are easy to look past um, just because like I like the show, so it's easy for me to like forgive those cheesy moments. Like even at the end of, um, or the beginning of episode one, right before um, it's done showing her like kid aspect of her life or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's at the funeral. She's at her dad's funeral, and she says, "I need a bow and an arrow." Yeah. And I was like, "No, <laughs> like you're four, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I get that she was like inspired by Hawkeye, and I know that they were trying to set that up, but I think mm-hmm. it was like." too direct you know mm. i just i could just imagine the writers being like and then she was like i, I need, need a bow, bow in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i thought that was like a really because like we know what direction she's going in i think mm. it would have been better if they you know it would just flash to her like thinking of hawkeye again or something or yeah. anything like that but i think the fact that she was like at her dad's funeral and was like i need a bow in an air <laughs> was just like we get it you know easy. yeah, yeah. A um, <laughs> so that was kind of like moments like that kind of missed the mark for me yeah. but overall i love it so yeah. far i think the one thing i didn't like about it episode one in particular is they spent like a lot of time apart hawkeye and kate and i really like them together yeah. I think they have a fun dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes the show better when they're together. Yeah. So obviously that gets fixed in episode two. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Other than that, episode one was a really, really good. Yeah, it was first a really episode. strong episode. It was a strong introduction. Mm-hmm. I don't really have too many like nitpicky opinions on it. Yeah. Just like some of those cheesier lines. Yeah. But there's not a lot of them. Not a ton. So it's not easy like to freaking um Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. That's just a cheese fest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a cheesecake factory. <laughs> it was right a there. cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a lot of complaints from uh, episode one. Yeah, but uh, so episode two, bullseye episode moments. Two. Yeah, bullseye moments. Let's let's get it. Let's get it. Um, bullseye moments. I love the tracksuit mafia. You gotta love the tracksuit mafia. Yeah, I guess. I think uh, along with the tracksuit mafia, they do like the bro. That was thing about to say that really well. They do it. They so don't well. overuse it, but they use it just the amount of time. So where every time they say it, you kind of giggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the tracksuit mafia are in the comics, and they're most commonly known for their like overuse of the word bro. Right. And in so the comics, like, I think they say it every single they, time. Like every time they talk, it's like bro, bro, mm-hmm. don't do that, bro, bro. So it was cool to like you know when me and Chandler are getting ready to watch the show, we're like. Oh, the tracksuit mafia! I wonder if they're gonna say it. And the yeah. next thing you know, they're like, "Hey, bro, bro!" Yeah. And obviously, like we saw them in episode one, but kind of getting to know them a little bit more in episode two and seeing how they like—they just have great chemistry together. They do. They're I all think, so funny. Yeah, and I think Marvel kind of like sometimes they try introducing these like gangsters or whatever, and they're just you're like whatever. You know, even like in Avengers in 2012 when Black Widow is being interrogated by those like that Russian crew um they were just like they're cheesy and just kind of like all right whatever let's like get through the scene yeah i think the tracksuit mafia they're like 
really funny, but then they're also really enjoyable to watch. Like they just seem like these semi like New Yorker Italian type guys who are just like like dumb but also like brutal. I yeah. don't know. I, I love them. And so like at the end of episode two when, you know, they're like interrogating Hawkeye, I was just like, I love these guys. Yeah. Um and then even seeing um I think my actual like bullseye moment though is when they come to attack the apartment that Kate's at. Yeah. And saying. um they're just like yelling and and then you know the, the, the owner the pizza guy out. comes out he's like so what are you New York. Yeah, such a New York moment. He's like, What are you doing? Like you're burning so, the place down. Yeah. And then one of the uh tracksuit mafia guys is like, We're this is too much. Like, it's what too are, much. Yeah. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> It's so good. It's the most New York exchange ever. Yeah. Anywhere else in the world, if you saw like somebody throwing mouths off cocktails, you'd run. A New York pizza shop owner runs out of his place. He goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so good. Stop it now! What, Stop what's it. going what are you, on? What are you going on? Yeah, for real. How about you? What was your bullseye moment? That was huge. That that whole singing with them was mm. so good. Um, I think another bullseye moment. I just had it in my head and it escaped me right now, but it's coming back. Oh, I think the LARP. Was I was like a little worried that it was gonna be like filler, and mm. like really long and drawn out. But it was actually like really funny and kind of a nice like little comedic break. And then it was like five minutes and it was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't too long. It yeah. wasn't drawn out. It wasn't drawn out. And too I think much. it actually did a good thing for Clint's character. Like it shows that he has a lot of compassion on people. Mm. Yeah. Like the fact that he let somebody kill him <laughs> and he didn't just punch him in the face. Like he's, he's like, please kill me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just like a relentless emotionless person like yeah. he's actually like a caring dad mm. who like sees kids wanting to do things and he helps them out i thought that was really sweet yeah i i think along the, the lines of like his compassion stuff we haven't really talked about so far in this episode is his trauma that he's going through yeah. in this show so far and if you who are listening have watched all the disney plus marvel shows you know that this phase of marvel phase four is like mental health awareness <laughs> literally honestly <laughs> hawkeye wandavision yeah. all these shows it's just like people who are at bucky and falcon winter soldier all these people who are depressed out of their minds <laughs> yeah, literally and figuring out their life it's like ptsd but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. but i love that they're tapping into that for hawkeye because it's like even in episode one um i think the main reason he actually tuned out was because he has a lot of trauma from that and then yeah, seeing that Black Widow. you know seeing black widow he kind of just is like you know, and there's a lot of talk about like, oh, one of Nat's old moves, Nat in general. Mm. And you could tell like this is someone he really cared about. So I love that they're kind of showing this aspect of the aftermath of the MCU so far yeah. um, and how he's dealing with it. And he just wants time with his family mm. and all this kind of stuff. It's great. It is great. Um, I would say another moment that was like a bullseye moment for me in this episode, episode two was uh i forgot <laughs> i thought of it before i went on that rant yeah, yeah. of like his com compassion oh, what was it it was um oh. the hearing aid part the hearing like oh part. i love i love oh yes okay crap you brought it back to me thank you yes okay the moment where he's walking through Times square yes, with, with kate and she's like she asks him why like he has a hearing aid yeah. or something and it shows and moments music, like <laughs> yeah. it shows so all those good it shows all those mcu moments from like Endgame when they blew up the the Avengers facility. It mm -hmm. shows moments from the first Avengers. It shows moments from more moments from Endgame and just like yeah. Age of Ultron. Yeah, like just like random. It was so great. Like I feel like everyone I've watched this episode with has been like that was amazing. That was amazing. Like, that yeah. was so cool. It just, and what a what a like a good way to like 
vaguely explain why he has a hearing aid. Yeah. You know? Perfect. Just like... And it shows his humanness, right? Yeah, like, uh -huh. he's, he is a human yeah. that's just trained, and obviously this stuff is going to, like, hurt him. <laughs> Dude, a, a, a semi will drive by me, and I think I have hearing problems. You know? <laughs> this, guy's been, this guy has been through, like, so much. It's like, of course he can't so hear anymore. Much. Yeah. I think that's why Hawkeye so far is better than Black Widow for me, is yeah. because... Hawkeye and Black Widow have always been the grounded characters in the comics and yeah. in the movies. And I think the Black Widow movie took a grounded character and like just kind of made it, it more sci-fi-y. Base in the sky. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like yeah. Hawkeye is like keeping him on the ground and like yeah. showing his day-to-day. -day, and I love it. And I, I think it's it. great. I think Black Widow would have been a good show. Yeah. I think that would have been good. Mm -hmm. A six episode, like real gritty show. Get into, Hawkeye. yeah, her whole backstory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would have been perfect for a show. It really would have been. Yeah. Sad Black Widow. Sorry, ScarJo. Sorry, ScarJo. Yeah, but the <laughs> whole like hearing loss thing, for those of you who don't know, that's like a big part. And yeah. was it introduced in those Hawkeye comics? I think it was in yeah. this one and the um the Matt Fraction 2012 through 2015 run. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So now that we finally got like kind of more comic accurate Hawkeye with his hearing loss and mm -hmm. all that stuff, I love it. I do too. It also adds a new layer of like difficulty for him yeah which we see more of in episode three yeah. soon yeah. it's coming soon don't you worry <laughs> okay do you have any more bullseye moments from episode two episode two bullseye moments i really love the Times square walkthrough um i just love the new yorkness of the show mm -hmm. i guess you know i'm a sucker for that yeah yeah it was all good there's a lot of bullseye moments for me in episode three. I was going to say, episode three is going to be nothing but I can't moments. wait. We're not even going to yeah. scratch the surface of what happens in the episode just because so there's much. a lot to talk it's about. It's so good. Um, um, yeah. Any other bullseye in episode two? I'm, trying trying to think. I'm kind of getting them all mixed I know, together. So I'm it's like, like I'm afraid I'm going to say, like, oh, this moment. I'm like, oh, that's actually episode three. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't – maybe I'll think of one later. Well, let's just get into the what – what missed the mark, mark for you in episode, episode two? Even then, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anything really episode bothered two, me. Episode two, it wasn't. It was like, yeah, it's good for what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the the luxury that Marvel has with shows, mm -hmm. and especially like short series like this, is that they can have like setting up episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they can spend like a long time developing things, and then when we get like episode three, it's this huge payoff. Of what we've already come to know. Yeah. You know? Totally. And I think it was brilliant to release episode one and two at the same time mm. as well. I agree. Yeah, missed the mark in episode two. Honestly, I don't think I have any. I don't think I have any either. It's pretty strong. I think there were some moments I wasn't like crazy about in the LARP holes, mm -hmm. like the sequence. Not that it was like I would take it out, but um, some of the actors, like the, the first girl he goes up to who's like, oh, you need to like yeah. sign up if you like want to go in there you can't just go in there i was like okay yeah <laughs> like whatever but yeah. it was still a great scene um i just don't like jack but that you're not really supposed to like him so yeah. that's not really like a, a missed mark yeah missed mark for me um <laughs> jack's not very likable <laughs> let's just say when he larps with I don't know. <laughs> was it in episode two where he uh, does the, the fencing? The fencing. Yeah, that's not LARPing. I meant fencing. Yeah. And then she is like a little bit more suspicious of him. Yeah, because he gives she her like, the little, what's it called? He's like, oh, candy. you're so good. You're so good. He's like faking it. Yeah. She tries to strike his face and he parries. Yeah, he's sketchy. He's going to turn he's out to be sketchy. a He's going to turn out he's to be a He's a swordsman. Yeah, he's he a swordsman. He is. 
And yeah, ah, oh, that's ep- nope, episode three. <laughs> yeah, freak. Yeah. yeah, episode two was good. Episode two was great. Um, okay, so, so Nick theories. Nick theories so far. Um, this one's a little hard to do though because we've seen episode three. So I guess. Yeah, but I still have some that apply. I think. Yeah, I yeah same. Okay. All right, I'll start. Okay, for sure. Because yeah. I'm better. No, okay, yeah, absolutely. No. Just stop. Okay. I'm just <laughs> okay, my Nick theory for episodes one and two is I think this reputation of the Ronin um, persona, mm-hmm. if you want to call it, the the costume itself. Um, and all the damage that Ronan caused is a direct tie to Yelena's character from Black oh. Widow. Because at the end of Black Widow, when she's told that this person killed Black Widow, it's mm-hmm. a picture of Ronan and like Hawkeye without the mask on or something. So I think that this whole, you know, Ronan created a lot of enemies and all that stuff is where we're going to see um, Florence Pugh's character introduced into the Hawkeye show. Because she's going to see Ronan's on the loose again on mm. TV and stuff like that. Yeah. See that he's in New York City, and she's going to book her first flight, flight to New York yeah. City. Go to JFK. And track him down. I agree. And that's, that's where like, Kate Bishop will get involved because it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And do you think she'll be an adversary the whole time, or will she? Yeah, I mean, I think she'll be like an adversary maybe even until the very end of the show, mm. and then... If Kingpin is introduced, mm-hmm. which that's a Nick theory as well, mm-hmm. um, that maybe at like one of the second to last episode, she is maybe about to kill Hawkeye or something, and finally decides, like, oh, yeah. you're not, uh-huh. you know, you like love Nat or whatever, and she helps him take down Kingpin, Kingpin or whoever it or is. Yeah. Echo. Interesting. I could see that. Yeah. I'm down for that. Same. Elena. Um, my next theory is that we will learn who bought the tower in the really? series. Yeah. Yeah. There's I forgot to mention much, that. There's too much attention to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause so we have that clip of like, they show the grand central and they don't show the top of the tower. Yeah. Purpose. They keep like clearly then, ignoring it. And then Clint is like, Oh yeah. Stark sold it. Mm-hmm. Like he, they keep bringing up the tower. Mm-hmm. So we're going to learn if not, in the show directly in Spider-Man and then we'll see the results of that in the last episode maybe. Mm. Um, but they're just bringing too much attention to it. There has to be some sort of payoff for that. I wonder. Yeah, I remember because when we were watching episode one, the, obviously the show's set in New York so they keep on showing New York City mm-hmm. and they keep on showing around the Stark Tower but mm-hmm. not showing, or the Avengers Tower now, but aren't showing what it is. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't showing who owns it. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be Kingpin. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Um... Do you think, and I guess, I don't know if this is much of a theory or what, mm-hmm. but do you think that this is set around the same time as Spider-Man No Way Home? Because they're both set during Christmas time. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like the same time frame. So does that mean this is like Hawkeye's set a little, like a year before, like the Christmas before Spider-Man? Or is it year after? Or is it the same time? But, you know? Yeah. It's, so right now we're at, Episode three is what, like four days before Christmas, yeah. 2024. So like December 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I have no idea. I, I know the Spider-Man, there's like a lot of Christmassy things. Because they're both coming out around the same time. Spider-Man comes out in like 11 days or yeah. 10 days or something. Literally. Which is insane. <laughs> and then Hawkeye is set during Christmas. So yeah, I'm a little confused if these are all taking part around the same time. Because like, if they are, how does a multiverse explosion 
that we see affect Hawkeye. Yeah. Black Widow just jumps back into the circle. She's back. That'd be wild. Um, any any other uh, Nick theories for episode one and two so far? Mm. I don't think Jack killed him. I think he's a red herring. Really? Jack killed Armand, yeah. Mm. I think somebody else did it. I think the big bad of the series did it. Uh, killed him? Yeah. I'm going to say Kingpin. What do you think Jack will what do you think Jack will do then? Like what what will mm. his role be in the show? I think Jack probably works for Kingpin right now. Mm. So, yeah, I am a little confused because we know the tracksuit mafia seems to have I, you know, they keep on referencing yeah. which we'll get into episode three, but like they keep referencing like this man at the top, you yeah. know. The uncle um, even Hawkeye. Oh, episode three. The, yeah, yeah. Even so. Hawkeye mentions in one of the episodes yeah. that um you know, was that in episode three? I don't know, probably. Uh, anyways, but we know that there's someone at the top of the chain, yeah. someone who's kind of like organizing all this crime. Um, so you got the tracksuit mafia, mm-hmm. and it, it seems pretty obvious that Kingpin has overseen them. And then you got, you know, Armand and Jack mm-hmm. and all these people, and it's like, okay, what's their connection? They also have some sort of head. Yeah. And they, then there's also that. Talk, talking about. There's kind of that, that, like, Easter egg of like that auction takes place at. Kingpin's yeah. home or something, something like that. Yeah, from the Daredevil from the, from the comics. Yeah, from the Daredevil, well, the Daredevil show on 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 Netflix. I, yeah, interesting. Hmm. I I also think that Kate's dad is alive. Really? Yeah. One because it's played by Brian Darcy James, which is like a pretty big actor, mm-hmm. and he only had like one scene, and he's credited for it. But like that would be a waste to cast him for one scene. Yeah, that'd be and so also we don't see him die. Yeah, you know I mean? and their whole argument like is like what, like they're what? gone for a while. Yeah, when that whole exactly. attack's happening, it's like because she's like mom, dad, mom, yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. Unless she killed him, <laughs> I don't know. Oopsies, that's possible. No, I think he might even be like I don't know, Kingpin second or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I think he's still there. I think we're gonna see him again. Maybe episode four. Episode four of MCU shows have always proven to be the best. Yeah, that's true. Like the most explosive, I guess. So. We'll do one last Nick theory, yeah. or kind of a question, I guess, rather mm. than a theory. Well, it is a th- and whatever. Just bear <laughs> with me. I hate you guys. <laughs> Just I love you guys. I hate myself. Um, do you think Hawkeye will live? Oh, do you have any what question? A great question? Do you have any question or concern about like will he stay alive after the show? I do have a concern. That here's the thing. I know he has a lot to do in the Young Avengers comic mm-hmm. storyline. And I know they're like kind of setting up the Young Avengers, but I feel like he might die, and they might kind of give that more to Kate, mm. and Kate will be more in charge of that. Yeah. Here, I could totally see that happening, especially I don't know what Jeremy Renner's contract is like. Yeah. But I feel like he might be done. Like he's been doing this since 2008 now, um, almost right, or since 2012. Like 2012-ish. Like, well, no, his first appearance was in Thor, yeah. which was in 2010, I think. Okay. So he's been doing this for. 11 years yeah that's wild yeah i feel like they're either going to set up hawkeye in a way where everyone loves him a lot more and keep him around um and just kind of have him there as an option or they're gonna kill him off Mm -hmm. um i personally don't want them to kill him off just because i feel like marvel is getting rid of all their original people um you know like iron man's clearly gone Captain america's gone um black widow's gone um, we we don't have a lot left from the original people, mm. uh, other than like Thor and you know Hulk, Hulk and Hawkeye. So I don't know. I kind of do hope they keep him around as mm-hmm. a mentor type. You know, um, 
as that grounded mentor type character in the show. But there's a there's also a part of me that's like I don't know. They that's can't scary. take him away from his family. Yeah, that's at, at the least like jacked. at the least just make him retire, retire, mm-hmm. not like fake retire, like just genuinely yeah. retire. Like he's like Kate, you know, you're killing it. You got it. I'm done. Yeah, I've lost too many people. Yeah, I'd be jacked up to take him away from his family. Yeah, they already did that to Tony Stark. You know, so That's Kevin true. Feige, stop killing off these stop family people. Our dads, man. Yeah, what the heck, dude? <laughs> You're setting up every Marvel character is like, yes, my parents died. <laughs> but yeah, so far, guys, so far, we love we it. love Hawkeye. Out we of don't ten, know. what would you give the first two episodes? I'll rate the first episode and then the second episode. Okay. Um, episode one, I would give it a. It was a really strong introduction. Um, overall, um, got me hyped about the show and wanted me to. Had me wanting to come back for more. Yeah. So I would give it like an eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, as far as like an episode goes, episode two, I'd probably give it like a nine out of ten. Honestly, um, same. Yeah. Yeah. I think exactly that. Yeah. Both of them exceeded expectations, and both of them left me wanting more. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like both yeah. of them are like, oh, I got to keep watching. Mm-hmm. You know. We loved the chemistry. It got us excited. We were bummed when the episodes were over. Mm-hmm. Where it was kind of like, what if? I was like. I don't really need to see another episode. Like, that's yeah. fine. Which is kind of the point, I guess, like, it's an anthology series. But still, it's like, if another episode never came out, I would not have been upset, you know? Yeah. But with this, I was like, oh, I got to see more. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just love the chemistry of the characters. I think it's a really good cast. I think um, it is a good, like, holiday-type show as well, which, yeah, like, perfect. those are always hit and miss. Even Iron Man 3 was, like, garbage. <laughs> so it's cool to see, like... A show set in the holiday season in New York with a grounded character um, heavily influenced by, like, this comic. Um, It's great so far. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Totally. So We love it. We love it, and we love you guys. You didn't say that. You set set me up, bro. I know, I know. Um, Yeah, we'll have episode three out as soon as we can. I unfortunately have to make it to work in, like, nine minutes. Oopsie. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at notanothermarvel.podcast. Find us on YouTube. Message us. Um, Stay tuned for episode three coming out soon. And the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man No Way Home. Buy your tickets and get ready. We can't wait. We can't wait to talk about it, you guys. All right, guys. Peace out. Much love.